0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 54 of the 2018 WEG Show on the Horse Radio Network for September the 17th. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Bit of Britain, Horseware, Bait Saddles and Bed and Barn Farms.
0: We have two new world champions today, one team and one individual in eventing. Samantha brings you her excellent commentary, along with rider interviews and some of the press conferences as well. Plus, we have Katie Jackson, who is giving us a preview yeah. of para competition coming up the rest of the week. And she's going to be helping us with our commentary on para dressage. Plus, we have the people of Wag, And at the very end of the show, we're putting a bonus interview in with you. And that is with...
1: That is with Bettina Hoy, the trainer of the Dutch eventing team.
0: And that'll be coming all coming up on today's show. Welcome
2: to the 2018 Weg Show, your home for all the news and views of the 2018 World Equestrian Games.
1: And I'm so happy.
0: We're back. (laughs) (laughs) This is Glenn the Geek, and we're your hosts and guides to the 2018 World Equestrian Games Week 2. Welcome to our daily coverage. Well, it was an absolutely spectacular day. You know they talk about the quiet before the storm. We had the quiet after the storm. It was beautiful. It wasn't any humidity. It was cool. There was a breeze blowing. It was perfect for the final show jumping for eventing.
1: And it couldn't have been a more perfect finish. The Brits rule the world at trial today. We are individual and team gold champions. And yes. it feels so good.
0: And the Irish, after forty year drought, have now are now on the medal podium in, in both second and second.
1: Congratulations. They are individual and team silver champions and France took the bronze. It Go was France. exciting
0: to the end too and what you want to get right into it? Do you want to play it for them so they can hear a little yes, bit about what the yes, end yes. was let's like? Share, let's share it with them. All right, so here's the last three rides as we heard it in the stadium with John Kyle, oh. the announcer, uh, helping out our friend John. And I think you're going to enjoy this. I just give you the announcement of who it is and then as they came across the finish line, what was said. And I think, and I might have added a little dramatic music to it too.
1: <laughs> you might have done. <laughs>
3: Yeah, solid overnight bronze position after cross country, uh, hoping to help secure a team medal for her country as well. On twenty-six point three, it is Sarah Ellis, horsewoman Stella Riva! <laughs> Sarah Rocket has Stella Riva as known to be the winner and twice runner-up in the uh, three-star competition at Chatsworth, with individual top ten finishes of the straight-on Europeans last summer. Keeps her in the uh, box-level position individually, Andrew Hoy and Farah county above those at 27.2 as it stands there, but the Islander score at 93, and uh, keeps her fence in that to the average squad on 88.8, but an individual score finishing there on 30.3 for Sarah Eds and was the West Arena. Crocs two places, France will uh, be assured now of bronze ah, and least silver, Boring McCarthy has moved up to the individual podium he can finish and uh, no lower than bronze Ross Cantor for Great Britain, the world number three now takes to the stage the final rider the Great Britain to decide the medals in the Mars Incorporated World Team Eventing Championships ladies and gentlemen on 24.6 in individual silver in the railroad. Ross Cantor Ross part of the European goal, team goal level in performance at Stray last summer and third at Battleton at the four-star level this spring.
2: France, the Ross Kamsa completes <laughs> two one producing it for Great Britain for a team
3: goal, but still the individual title to be decided. But um, Ross Cancer going to the top at 24.6, but there's one left to come. Yeah, so Ross Kamzer and Cornwall McCarthy both are guaranteed individual medals. The colour remains to be decided. It all depends on our final round of jumping. 23.3 is the leading score in this last incorporated individual world championships and it's held by two-time Olympic gold medalist, five-time Olympian for Germany, Ingrid Klimke, SAP, held the top of the four-star winners at Perth, top ten at winners at Arken and individual gold medalists at the European Championships straight on Poland in 2017. Position. The teams, well, it's Great Britain for the gold, Ireland with the silver, France with the bronze. And for those who the qualification, Japan will finish in fourth because they are already in. Here. So it is to champion uh,
4: Australia in sixth, and New Zealand. Those qualifiers for the Olympic Games. But it is a double gold from Great Britain. Individual goal with. Ross-
5: No words can describe the depth of the bond between a horse and his person. A kiss at the gate just before you turn him out. The soft touch of his muzzle on your hand as he scoops up the treat out of your palm. The warmth of his body under your legs as you saunter bareback across the pasture. The beat of his hooves as you gallop in perfect rhythm cross country. The sensation of flying as you clear the oxer. The sense of peace that comes over you as you walk together down the quiet trail. The sound of him contently eating his dinner. The feel of his warm, soft coat under your hand. The feeling you get when it's just you and your horse. It's why we do what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. This feeling is brought to you by Equijewel. Fight back against an energy crisis that can impact condition and performance. EquiJoule is a high fat, low starch and sugar formula that was developed to safely meet the energy needs of your horse. The horse that matters to you matters to us.
0: Well, you must have been in heaven today, Samantha.
1: I mean sort of, Glenn. Heaven at the end, but all day it's been like on tenterhooks and and I'm just I was going to say spectator, but you know, I mean invested in, invested in teams, invested in Great Britain, obviously, invested in America, obviously, because I feel like I live here and I know them all so well. Invested in Australia because I've been writing for them all week and, um, just invested in everyone because, oh, you know, the French even, I saw that everyone, the, the course did cause a lot of trouble. There were 16 clear rounds out of 70 riders. And there were a the, lot of
0: rails down it, today.
1: It's so mm-hmm. expensive. And then they come out and, um, I mean, it just looks like the end of the world for them. And you want to say it's not the end of the world. But, of course, it is right now, today, the end of the world. Um, And some had pretty bad rounds. You know, some had several rails and... Oh, what it, a
0: lot of people don't realize either is they come out and they're told to go to the media line to answer yeah, questions. And if you've had a crappy round, zone. that's the last thing you One feel like. One of
1: my Australian riders had to come and talk to us. She had a stop. Her horse has never stopped before. She didn't know how to explain it. She didn't want to talk to us. She, she was She might have nice been the only enough. stop of the day, yeah, actually. Yeah, she was. Wow. Um, so it's, it's a you know, like, oh, my nerves was shot but um let's go to the good news let's go uh, uh well i mean it got really tense at the top not only is it individual but the teams and actually chris burton's been talking about that all weekend and a few other riders but chris especially saying it's completely different when you're at a championship and you're riding for a team the pressure does really strange things to you and um uh so for example team gb uh, Piggy French, uh, we're going to listen to her later, but she talked about, you know, her horse is historically a very good jumper. Tom uh, Tom McEwen's horse, Toledo de Curso, I, I can't remember the last time it had a rail. I think it's had one rail in three years. He had a rail and they both came out. They didn't know if they'd lost Team GB the gold medal because Ireland had all jumped. Ireland had typical luck of the Irish. Sam Watson jumped clear, but I mean, one fence, the whole fence rattled back and forth, like literally. Um so they weren't sure. We weren't sure if we were going to lose the British medal to the Irish because uh Piggy and Tom both had a fence down and the Irish had all jumped clear. So they came out and they looked, I mean, gutted. They didn't look like a team that were about to be on the podium. They looked like they'd lost everything. Um, and Piggy spoke about, you know, she's. you'll listen to that and you'll hear um, so when Roz came in, when Roz went in, she had she to went, jump... And she
0: went in, as you heard, just heard there, she went in second to last.
1: She went in second to last. Yeah. She had, uh, 4.2 penalties in hand over. Which means, to
0: the people don't which know. Which means
1: a rail and 0.2 of a time penalty. So she, I mean, more or less had to go clear. And she jumped the most beautiful round. Like her horse didn't touch a rail. She never looked, uh, she never looked in down. There were, no gasps, there. The there the were no gasps in the audience. And, um, and then I do have to admit, this is terrible. I looked at Pippa Room, who's the British writer for Horse and and I said, Pippa, I think I want Ingrid to knock wander." <laughs> <gasps> I hardly dare admit that. I can't believe I'm saying that on the podcast. And even Pippa looked shocked. She oh, I don't even mind now. I'm just so happy because we'd already won team gold by then. And, um, and...
0: Ingrid
1: went in, and she hit quite a few, and they all stayed. So then I was like, "Well, that's good," you know. Good for Ingrid. She deserves it. I do like Ingrid. And she got to the very last fence and hit that last and it I came know, down. Was
0: it interesting. That last fence, she she knocked that down, but not too many others had a rail on that fence. That fence went well, clear most few, of the day. I
1: know a few had it down. So, um, so that must, I mean, that's gutting for her. She slipped down to bronze, individual bronze. And she was very gracious about it and said if she told her at the beginning of the week that she was going to get individual bronze, she'd have been very happy with it. And I think she has to say that. But, um, that meant, you know, uh, Ross Canter individual gold. Porig McCarthy, the Irish guy, moves up to individual silver, and um, yeah, I mean, it's just incredible. I still kind of hardly believe it.
0: And it, it's unusual too. So we had we had individual gold was Ross, and then we had individual gold was or team silver. gold was Britain, yep. and then the same thing with McCarthy in in second and the team in second. Yep. and you don't see that too often where they all match up like that, but it worked yep. out well. Yep. Yeah, and he was so excited, too. He was so excited. He
1: was pretty funny. Yeah. I think I think maybe you'll play that. In-
0: yeah, I have a clip. Uh, he, I have a clip. Why don't we play that now yeah. and uh, of the Ireland team at the press conference and what they had to say about it all.
6: Thank you. Well, let's move down to the Irish team who are in the silver position. And there's a to keep smiling as well. Sally, of course, Cadden. It, it, it's been a little while, hasn't it, since the Irish have been in this position. I think it's 1978, somebody who knows more about these than I do. But this must mean so much for Irish eventing, this, the effort these guys put in. It is, it's absolutely huge. I mean, we're making history today, when you really think
5: about it. Um, yeah, it's a world, we haven't had a world medal since
7: 1978 in individual. We haven't had a team, a you know, European
5: 95, so. To be here today is just absolutely fantastic. You know, I knew I had belief in these guys that we could be competitive. And that was our goal the whole time, to be competitive. And we just stuck to that goal. And this is where it goes. You know, and we we pushed those
6: grits, we made them a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so if I could just move the Sam Watson, again, Sam incredible performance from all of you, but um, you and your horse Square are like um, Highlight. Sorry, it's with the weather and the conditions. Were there any times during the course of this competition that you were thinking this is just getting too hard, or, or did you have that confidence all the way through?
2: No, I, I think I found out the worst rain as I went out on course quite early, and all I was saying is please rain harder, please rain harder. <laughs> um, yeah, we, you know, good good Irish horses, good riders. The, these guys have got results, you know, for the last twelve months. And it really went to, the, to plan. We knew Borg and Sarah could put in really big individual performances, and we knew that myself and Cahill could back them up and be good pathfinders. and all four of us have done our job. And, and to give you all a bit of context, you know, this winter, uh, we, were, we were having to fundraise to, to get our training, and this double silver medalist beside me here got on a four-year-old and was bucked off in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> coming out here and and the European champions behind us now, world champions, they're flying first class out here. So we've been been working hard, we've beaten the reigning Olympic team medalists in France. Um, It's been a fantastic competition and expect more of it. It's going to be a great party.
6: So moving on to Patrick, we've watched you over the last few days on this junkie. How hard was it going into that arena to hold your nerve today to do that show jumping round?
2: It wasn't really hard. Um, I wasn't in a medal position when I went in and uh, I had experience jumping in the big competitions and he's a very very good jumper. Um, in a previous life I used to be a show jumper and uh, so it gave me a lot of confidence going in there. I had a very good warm up with the team outside. The horse was jumping brilliantly, felt great. Um, so I didn't put in any pressure. It's different if you're going in to jump in here for a gold medal but I wasn't jumping for a medal at that stage. But I had a great arm, felt really good. And do you
6: think it's better to be in an event than having a show jumper?
0: <laughs> so we had Roz Cantor who came out second to last. She Did she watch? Did you see her? She
1: didn't have time to watch because they, the horses come out and they have to go straight and get their boots weighed and do all that. And then... Um, Uh, you know then obviously Ingrid had gone in straight away and then everyone gasped when Ingrid had the last fence down and some people were watching on the monitor and and then she was just mobbed by the whole of the (laughs) British team like everyone because there's not only the British riders but then there's the British support team and they talked about that like um, how amazing the British support team has been behind her how Chris Bartle who of course only joined from you know he used to train the the Germans up until two years ago. And since he's joined the Brits, they won European gold last year. Now they're uh, world champions. Um, and him and, uh, oh, this is i I don't know if you've got this, dicky uh, Dickie, Major Dickie Waygood, who's, um, you know, managing the team. He made sure that he put major. He is a major, but he made sure they put that on the sign. And he said, I only put major here because I just wanted to make sure everyone knows I outrank Captain Mark Phillips. <laughs> 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 um,
0: that's funny. But they
1: do have a great rapport. The whole team are very close. Um well, they've know, been
0: training together for a long they've time. They've trained
1: together for a long time when Piggy and um Piggy and Tom came out to talk to us about the same time and they were both you know so disappointed with their rails down one rail each but they were both you know I think they both felt like they'd let the team down and they hugged each other they looked I mean you could you, could, you can just tell uh, how close they all are and how they support each other and they're there for each other whether it's you know in the good or the bad Um, you know, Tina Cook had spoken at the beginning of the week that she was disappointed not to be on the team, but then you'd never have known about it to see her. She was, she was part of the squad of five. It wasn't four and one reserve. It was a squad of five all, all week long. So, Roz, I mean, I couldn't be happier for her. She's um, that horse I've always liked. It's a beautiful, great big Irish horse that I I think I said one day um, during this week she got from Veer Phillips, who's uh, renowned for finding really nice, quality, special horses with super jumps. He's a dealer up in Leicestershire. Uh, She's an unbelievably cool customer, very modest, very humble. Um, you couldn't you couldn't hope for a nicer girl uh, for this to happen to a nicer girl. Thirty two years very old, very talented. Yeah. Um, she's been working very tiny, hard. Tiny. tiny little slip of a thing. When you saw been, her up
0: at the podium with the standing in the middle of the other two, she looked like a little kid. She's
1: been working hard at this for a long time. I think she's incredibly popular. Everyone likes her. Um, she came to Great Meadows a couple of years ago for the Rio test event, and we, um, that was the first time I met her in person. But she's been knocking on the door. This has been a long time coming, and I'm glad that she got her moment in the You sun. want to hear
0: what she had to say at the press conference? Hell
1: yes.
6: Rosalind, first world champion in Great since 2006. Um, it's a staggering performance, what you've managed to achieve over these last few days, and, and culminating in this wonderful the gold medal. It- you did give yourself a bit of a smile on the podium, I know, because you're always so cool. Has it hit home yet? Was it too soon to realise that you are now the world champion? Um, I don't think it's hit home, no. It, it was quite a shock when it first happened, and there were quite a few tears, which isn't really very normal for me. But,
8: yeah, it's just absolutely incredible, and just not just for me, but for the whole support team behind me and Team GB. It's just the most incredible
6: feeling. No, just to your
2: Question
8: for Ross. No. Um, given that this was
9: your first appearance at the World Equestrian Games, you also have a competed at an Olympics, wondering if that uh, made you, given that you didn't have the pressure of how you needed before, did that help or hurt, and did you get the advice of uh, that? You might have to
8: repeat some of that, but... Um, uh, well, I mean, I've been lucky enough in the last two years. I went to the Europeans last year, so that gave me a bit of a feel of what what this job was about. And I've, you know, all star B's been fantastic at, at badminton and things like that. So I've had a bit of exposure at the top level. Um, I don't know. Maybe for me it helps a little bit. I, you know, I can just think about the process and and. Um, I suppose maybe not having done it before, maybe that takes pressure off me a little bit and and allows me to do my job really well. But um, I'd say most of it is is about the team around us and Team GB is just is just phenomenal and and the support team, the people at home, everyone that helps helps me. Um, I think they make the dream come true really. Hello, in the
4: room from Hand,
8: Thank you very much. <laughs>
4: Can you tell us when you went into the show shopping, Were you aware of what you needed to do for the team situation to keep the team gold, or were you just focused on what you were doing?
8: Um, I think I was pretty focused. In the back of my mind, yes, I did know, um, but but I was just focused on my horse and my warm up, and I you just have to try and block that out and. And if you can do that you go in with a clean sheet and it, and just have to jump each fence, fence by fence and I'm just fortunate enough to set on a be set on a horse like all star B that as long as I basically get it right you he, you'll go higher and higher for me.
0: Well, while we were out and about in the stands today, I came across Caroline, who is from Horseware. She's our contact there, and she's helping run the booth here. And I asked her how everything survived. Let's find out if the booth survived the hurricane. And also, she lives on the coast in Wilmington, which you've all seen on the news. Let's oh, see how her house nice. survived. Okay, I am here with Caroline again. We ran into this each other in the stands getting ready for jumping to start. Good morning.
10: Good morning, everybody.
0: Of course, Caroline is from Horsewear. And I am sporting the Horsewear shirt today.
10: You are. It looks very it nice looks on good. you. It looks good. Yeah. I love this shirt.
0: I love the shirt. They're for sale still in the Horsewear booth, right?
10: Yep. Everything's still there. We survived I the storm. I wanted to ask you.
0: You survived. <laughs> everything's still there. All good. Yep. yep. So no, mer- no sale on wet merchandise today. We're, we're good. No. Okay. Everything's
10: dry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what do you got going on this week over at the booth?
10: Well, we still have our WEG gear, which has been really popular. So if you're looking to buy some WEG gear, you need to come by soon because we are selling out. That's why
0: I got mine right away.
10: Yes, good for you. <laughs> we also have all of our health care products and our health care professional, Louisa Williams, is on the stand. So if you have any questions about that, feel free to stop by this week.
0: Very good. And Ice Vibe, Sports Vibe, all yep. of that's over there. Yep. And they can buy any of those products, really. Yep. Can they buy blankets? I had that question. I don't. I, we're not really thinking about blankets yet, but I did have sheets or blankets.
10: Yes, they can. We're doing okay. free shipping on orders over one hundred and fifty dollars. So if you buy it on the stand, we can ship it to you. If it's over one hundred and fifty dollars, for free.
0: Oh, that's good. Well, yes. that's a good deal. Yeah. And of course, what's the website?
10: www.horseware.com.
0: All right. We'll see you later in the week. Oh, let's talk personal here a second. Caroline actually lives in Wilmington and you've all been seeing Wilmington on the news non-stop yeah. so your house is there and how, what have you what are you hearing
10: so my mom is there actually we don't have power of course but everything seems to be okay at the house thank goodness the house and the barn survived there's some trees on the fences but it's definitely not anything we can't fix but right so, down the
0: street was flooding right yep,
10: right down the street it's really tough to get in and out right now my mom's having to go in basically a truck slash boat so <laughs> <laughs> the house is Yeah, exactly. The house is all right, thank goodness, and the barn. So, the horses have all been evacuated, so now we just have to figure out how to get them home.
0: You know, we forget sometimes, and that's why I read that post the other day, that people actually live there and are affected by this, and you're one of those people. I I am, yeah. Yeah,
10: Yeah. so thank goodness. Thank goodness it wasn't worse. I know. We've had
0: a lot of listeners who have said that their house roof went or, you know, all different kinds of things. So, I'm glad. Glad yes, for you. Me too. Yeah, and your pets are okay?
10: Yep, all okay. They're all in Raleigh. They all got evacuated. So, like I said, now we just have to find out a way to get them home because I-40 is currently underwater.
0: Yeah, and I-95 was closed, too. Yeah. I don't know if that opened this morning or not, but it was closed. I doubt closed. it. I yeah.
10: doubt it. Everything's super flooded, so.
0: All right. Thanks, Caroline. Thank you. You're great.
1: Well, thanks, as always, to Horseware. And, of course, there were two Horseware horses, uh, sponsored riders on the Irish team. Um,
0: Tom, the owner of Horseware, came over right after the press conference to me and said, Who are my horses?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Horsewear Stella Rebound, Horsewear Arda Highlight with Sarah Ennis and Sam Watson. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to Tom. So uh, Japan, who we've been sort of quietly admiring all week, they rose to fourth position. That's the highest ever placing they've had at a world championships. And because they're already qualified as the host nation for Tokyo in two years, that means the top seven will qualify, which means Great Britain, Ireland, France as. Gold, silver, and bronze, of course, they qualify. Germany in fifth, Australia in sixth, and New Zealand just scrape in at seventh as qualifying for Tokyo Olympics. That means, unfortunately, the United States finished eighth. What, what does they that mean, though? What, what does it mean? That means the U.S. will have to go to the Pan Ams and win the Pan Ams to qualify.
0: As, to bring a team. Otherwise, yeah. they can send individuals? They can Yes. Okay. Got it. So the Pan Am Games in two years? No, or, no, next no, year. Next year. Okay. And they have to win that. They can't, not first, second, they, they third. They
1: only get one place at the Pan Ams. Oh, only, wow. So it's either going to be Canada or the U.S.
0: Jeez. Yeah. No pressure there.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Jeez. Well, congratulations, Japan. The the, the dark horse coming in here and yeah, really took they,
1: it. Re, they rode well all weekend and just quietly, classily, really, really impressive.
0: They're probably very happy with beating Germany in uh, eventing as well. <laughs> so,
1: I think we're all pretty happy
0: yeah. beating Germany.
1: <laughs> I mean, finally. <laughs>
0: Now, individuals, let's talk about that. Let's a little talk bit.
1: about the individuals. Uh, so, we had All Star B in Ross Cantor, of course. Porig McCarthy in silver. Ingrid Klimke, uh, bronze. Andrew Hoy, my Australian. Now I can claim him. <laughs> my Australian. On uh, I mean, that horse is nine years old. It's only, I think, done maybe one, one three star CCI. Uh, yeah. I mean, that horse is one of only four combinations to finish on its dressage score. And it. It looked like it uh, just lapped it up. It got better and better all weekend. It looked so uh, easy. I think it's probably one of the top three horses we'd all want to take home with us. It's um, it's an Anglo-Arab, which you wouldn't believe looking at it. It's um, stunning. I mean, I can't say enough nice things about it. I mean, Andrew rode it beautifully, and um, he... I would say he was speechless but he wasn't he couldn't shut up (laughs) he can talk anyway but he you know you could tell how thrilled he was and rightfully so and it's fun to listen to him because you know he's who doesn't want to listen to a man who started eventing 40 years ago at world championships so So what
8: a fantastic round As I said at the start of the week, and um,
11: after I ran cross-country, Vasily De La Sausse just keeps on growing every time I ride him. His performance this weekend has just been phenomenal for him. To finish on his dressage score at his first World Championships, just absolutely extraordinary. When Stuart Tinney told me I was going to be a first rider of the team, I said, good, I'm going to finish on my dress up school. <laughs> Some horses looked
8: a bit overwhelmed in there, but not him.
11: Yeah. No, like he's just the coolest horse mentally. I, when I was walking down here, I just had to squeeze him to get him down here. And then when I got down here, he, I could just feel him take a big breath, he rose and he just grew. And the more I went round that jumping course, he could have gone again. Look, it's, it's always about finding the relationship with the horse and every horse I get on, even when I'm riding at home, I have to just take time to think about that horse's personality, where that horse is at and what I need to do with that horse. I say it takes around four years to really develop a relationship, so, um, but I've developed a very good relationship with Celia De Las Horses, much quicker than that.
1: So Andrew Hoy was fourth. Uh, Sarah Ennis, uh, she was so gracious as well. We we saw her in the press conference because she was team silver for Ireland. But she had been in with the chance of an individual medal because she'd been lying third. And uh, she had one rail down and that dropped her down to fifth place. But she said she was delighted to finish uh, with the team. And she was delighted that Pori got a silver medal and um, she couldn't be happier. Thibaut Valette, riding on the team for France, had one rail down, finished In sixth place, Uh, Vinci Delevingne, that other lovely young horse that I saw, a nine-year-old with Astier Nicola, he was an individual for France, he finished in seventh. Tim Price on second tinker for New Zealand in eighth. Billy the Red, I I mean, look at all these individuals, another individual for England in ninth. Uh, And Piggy French, we talked about her a little bit on Quarry Quest one down, dropped her uh, to tenth, she'd been in eighth place.
7: I had a very different horse in there than what I've ever had. Okay, in what Um, way? It's spooky and a bit tight. Um, But, you know,
3: he he felt very good outside.
7: Um, I felt very good to the first two and then spooked quite badly at the water tray going to fence three. And that sort of set the tone. Then when I turned to fence four, he spooked again. And I actually had to then get hold of him tighter than I'd ever normally do and keep a bit of a tighter hold leg wise than I'd normally do so then I just found the jump was a bit quicker and it, it, to be honest as I thought there might, you know something else would come down as well I wasn't sure but um, you can only do what you can do yeah. and we you know they're very good jumpers um, and you try you know not to change what you always normally do but you are on good jumpers, and suddenly they do something different to what they do, and you have to react to it as you best way that you think. but
1: Not a great day for the Americans. Will Coleman went his purse as the drop score. He had three rails down. Boyd came in next on Set's leg. He had three rails down. Philip came in on Z and um, as always, was super reliable, uh, jumped a beautiful round on Z. And let's, um, you know, he was very modest and said that he didn't give his horse the best round, but I think he actually rode him pretty well. He is Philip Dutton. He didn't
4: get the best ride from me, so I'm a bit embarrassed about that, but uh, he helped me out, and it's a really, you know, strong track. It's, uh, it's this, uh, you know, you've got to keep thinking and focus all the way around so um you know, he, he did a great job
7: and having the rest day is not something we have ever deal with And
4: also, how did he feel? Um, I mean, we just flattered them yesterday, which I guess is a little bit of an advantage to giving them one more day to get their muscles not as uh, stiff and tight, um, so it probably helped the horse a little bit, actually. And um, going forward, would you say that this
3: would be one of your top
10: horses for the future?
4: Um, I think he's the best horse I've ever had. Um, so I, you know, I got to work on his fitness a little bit more. It's not that natural for him to, you know, gallop for ten or eleven minutes. But uh, I think, like marathon runners, I think over time he'll get better and better. And uh, he loves it. And you know, it hasn't been a day since I've had him that he hasn't improved. He's just, uh, he's a great. He's got a w- great work
1: ethic. Our last rider for the U.S., who we were, we were so excited about, Lynn Szymanski on Donna, and we and pretty good record in the show jumping ring, especially the last couple of years they went in and had three down which was um, obviously extremely disappointing and I know Lynn was terribly upset, You know, well not upset, disappointed not a great day not a great day at the office
9: very disappointing, that's yeah definitely an understatement <laughs> um, yeah, I mean I rode the horse I had today and I felt he was just a little bit kind of flat and unsettled um, and I mean, he tried his hard out for me still. This isn't our easiest phase, and I think he does feel a little bit easier, you know, when he hasn't run 48 hours before we show jump. So, yeah, he just felt a little tighter in his body and then just in his brain too. Like he's a little bit quieter and easier the day after press country than two days after he was a bit more up today, even just walking around the barns. Um, But I mean, I still am so incredibly proud of what he's done um, and what we've done together. And uh, yeah, I don't think you get a lot of opportunities like this. So I'm pretty upset, but um, I am so fortunate to be here on an amazing horse. And I just, really bummed that i let you know my team down and myself and my horse but it is what it is and back to the drawing board and keep on working
1: so it was an exciting day though i mean that's sort of some of the real highs and some of the lows and um but uh you know in between there were some pretty good rounds um a shout out to uh, Ronald Zabala Gochel from Ecuador, who is our first clear round of the day on uh Wundermusk, who used to be ridden by Sharon White. That was exciting. There was I don't know if you saw that I don't know how much you saw um I Glenn. saw most of
0: it today actually. Okay,
1: did you see the uh, who was he? Uh Wettstein was the horse and he was a grey horse and I can't remember here, I'll just find out who was riding him. When he finished his round, the rider could not even pull up. And he jumped a few of the flowers and yes. almost ran into <laughs> yeah. Patricia Ryan for Ireland, who was coming in. Yes. And, th- and that happened cu- uh, not quite that extreme, but a couple of times as riders were coming in and the other riders were coming out, they almost ran into each other.
0: Well, I noticed some of the riders were doing circles after they, to slow the horse down, some went right out the gate. Yeah. <laughs> like, those are the ones that got in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I want to remind everybody, you can see the award ceremony on our Facebook page. I did a Facebook Live through the whole thing. Teams and individual. And if you want to see a bunch of happy campers, that was a bunch of happy campers. They were, it was, it was really nice. This award ceremony was well done. So, uh, you can take a look at that at 2018 Weg Show on the Facebook page. Congratulations to, uh, to GB. -GB, And they were very happy. I saw them at the restaurant out here and it looked like heavy drinking had ensued. Oh, good. I'd
1: expect nothing (laughs) less.
0: Yay. They were pretty excited out there. We're going to be right back. We're going to switch gears here a little bit after we hear from Bates Saddles, and we're going to talk a little bit about the para competitions coming up with our good friend, and you're going to love her, Katie. She's going to help us with that. She was a reserve for the United States team, and it was here in that capacity, and now we've shanghaied her to help us with coverage, and she was also our spotlight rider for those that have been listening for a long time. The other thing. I wanted to mention is I had the opportunity to speak to Heather Reynolds today. Heather and Jeremy Reynolds are two of the powerhouses in FEI endurance competition here in the United States. Several of their horses were running in, in the endurance gate on, um, well, last week already. And they I got a hold of her and I said, are you willing to come on the record and talk about what your experiences are of what happened? Because she was crewing for her horses that were out there. And she said, sure, because Heather's always been that way, and, and she's, you know, she's willing to say it the way it is. So we have a special episode coming out tomorrow morning that's just Heather and I talking uh, about what happened, in, in her opinion and in her eyes, at Endurance Gate. So I think it clears up a couple things. So that'll be coming out tomorrow morning. But in the meantime, Bates Saddles, our good friends, are coming up right now. Do you have the competitive advantage Engineered with the industry-leading innovations for sheer performance, the new Bates Advanta delivers on its promise to be your ultimate secret weapon. You have never been this close to your horse. The Bates Advanta eventing saddle is engineered for the perfect connection. With an ultra-sensitive feel of your horse and effortless balance, together you are poised for takeoff and prepared for the unexpected. Sharpen your reflexes and push your boundaries in the new competitive advantage— the Bates Advanta Venting Saddle. We dare you to take the test ride challenge and unlock your performance advantage today. Book your test ride at BatesSaddles.com. That's BatesSaddles.com. Hi, Glenn Geek here, founder of the Horse Radio Network, and we would like to take this opportunity to thank Bitter Britain for continuing to be our title sponsor for the Eventing Radio Show and for being one of the biggest supporters of eventing over the last 3 decades. If you need eventing supplies, there's no better place to go than bitterbritain.com. John and the entire gang are there to help you with everything you need for a successful eventing season, with the exception of the horse, you're on your own for that. Please support the company that supports you, bitterbritain.com and Like them on Facebook. Just search for Bit of Britain. Excuse me. Three, two, one. Well, thanks to our good friends at Bates Saddles. We are next going to go up to our People of Weg segment, and I wanted to remind you to hang on to the end of the show because.
1: We have got an interview coming up with Bettina Hoy. She, of course, hardly needs an introduction as a uh, rider herself, as an Olympic rider, world champion rider, uh, badminton. I mean, she's done it all, but she is now the coach of the Netherlands eventing team, and she's here in that capacity here. And it's quite interesting to hear her talk about the different dynamics, what it takes, uh, the challenges of uh, coaching um, You know, I think she was, you know, she was on the German team for so long, which, of course, has been a powerhouse. And Netherlands is something completely different as far as funding and training. And um, so that's, yeah, stick around for that.
0: That'll be coming up as a bonus interview at the end of the show. And now. And now the people of WEG. I am in the stands right now overlooking the arena where everybody is walking their courses. And I met two terrific volunteers. We have Rita and Betty here. Betty, where are you from?
5: I'm from Gastonia, North Carolina. And Rita? Gastonia.
0: Yeah, you guys. And that's down there.
5: Where is that? Near Charlotte? Near Charlotte. Why did you volunteer? I have a, a granddaughter that shows oh, horses, and sh- so did our son. And we just thought this was a wonderful opportunity to be involved with this event and see some fabulous horses from and all over got the world. i so
0: lucky today to be volunteering in the stadium. You get to watch the jumping. Yes, we do.
5: <laughs> we feel very lucky. Yes. And Rita, why did you volunteer? Well, I, have, I was asked to volunteer by someone who works here, and I just thought it would be a great opportunity to experience something that I've not had an opportunity to see before. Uh, and I find that very exciting. How did Charlotte make out with the hurricane? Really well. Just yeah. a lot of rain, five to six inches. Uh, we had a, a few down trees in our area, but not power outages so far. Not for Gastonia.
0: Not the, like the ones east of you? Oh, no. You know?
5: No, no. And Betty has a house down at Head Island, which was hit pretty, pretty hard. hard. Do
0: you so, have any word?
5: Uh, no. We've had a few updates from the village uh, manager it's just all the roads coming into Southport, and we have to go by ferry, so that's all yeah. closed. Yeah. So we all have to check later in the week.
0: Yeah, well, good luck with that. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for volunteering okay. and for being here.
5: All right, thank you for asking. You for asking. You for asking. Woo, woo, woo.
12: Here I am at the Triumph 2018 World Equestrian Games. I'm in the vendor area, and I always like to walk around and find interesting products, interesting backstories, fun little companies that we haven't met before. And I found one called Boot Crowns, and I'm here with Patricia Rupert, who is the head honcho at Boot Crowns, the inventor.
9: The inventor. The CEO,
12: the CFO, the everything. Cook, bottle washer, all Cook and bottle washer. So tell me, Patricia, how did Boot Crowns come about Well, maybe we should start with, what are boot crowns? Okay, boot crowns are a way to
9: customize, accessorize, uh, add some style and panache and individuality to your boots. You know, the custom boot makers are all coming out with the very fancy lace and rhinestone. Well, this gives a a rider the opportunity to add that to their boots and take it off. So you've got a temporary um, top on the top of your boot that will add you know, snakeskin, crocodile, rhinestones, quilting, like a Chanel bag, breed logos, even custom orders. So you can so you can put boot toppers on your boots? Yes. And make it look like they're the $1,200 ones, you when in fact it. they're not? No, boot crowns are only one ninety-five for all the different styles. We have 23 different styles and colors. And they stay on, riders love them. They report back to us. They've gone over giant fences and across the country. Um, eventing and they stay on. They feel snug and secure and look great. So if somebody wants to get fabulous boot tops for their boots, they are available where? At bootcrowns.net
0: are you towing your horse and need a place to stay no worries if you're traveling on the east coast stop at bed and barn farms an awesome horse hotel in north carolina conveniently located halfway between the northeast and florida they have plenty of room for large trailers large stalls paddocks arenas trails and best of all lodging that's where we stayed during the hurricane and it survived yes it's still there and the tv still works we didn't lose power all was good uh, and that's more than we can say for some of our fellow people in the press who've lost power. So pull out your Let's cell phone. Let's not gloat, Glenn. <laughs> we picked the right place. So pull out your cell phone and book a room today, Bed and Barn Farms, located in Forest City, North Carolina. It literally is 10 minutes from here in Tryon, an hour to Charlotte or Asheville. The best horse hotel around. Find them on the web at Bed and Barn Farms NC dot com tomorrow coming up here at the wag we have para dressage and vaulting starts tomorrow so you're covering para i think with katie and i'll be heading to vaulting
1: it's gonna be so weird without the (laughs) inventors they're all forward. i'm looking forward to sitting with katie and watching para
0: And and I'll be heading over to the Vaulters, which are an enthusiastic crowd, to say the least. So, And we're hoping to talk to the British team. We've talked to them before, and they're very excited to talk to us tomorrow. So hopefully we'll get an interview with them. And we've had requests already on our Facebook page to interview the British team. So uh, they have a fan club already on our Facebook page. So we'll definitely be doing that. And that's what happens tomorrow. We have para and vaulting. So we'll be back tomorrow with more of that. We're, I'm going to run around. Jennifer should be back. She, was, uh, she got the WEG cold. She's hoping to be back tomorrow to help us out. And I'm sure she'll be going around doing her interviews with all kinds of other people as well. So that's all coming up in tomorrow's show. Don't forget to follow our Facebook page, 2018 WEG Show. By popular demand, I'm going to continue the weather updates every morning until the end of the show, even though it's going to say sunny in 85 the rest of the week. And that's what it's supposed to be.
1: It's going to get
0: hot. That's what it's going to be. And then uh, you can find all of the shows on the Horse Radio Network, all 17 of them, at horseradionetwork.com. Or you can download our app, iOS or Android. It's free and easy to download. Just search for Horse Radio Network on your phone in the App Store. That's it for today. Now we're going to go to that special bonus interview with Bettina Hoy.
12: What's it like coming to a WAG as a trainer? Um, it's different. Obviously, I've done other championships um, with other riders, whether it's Asian Games or even Olympic Games. Um, yeah, it's definitely different. Different. And um, do you wish you were riding? Um, Yeah, like, obviously, I still feel very much as a rider, um, having still got designer in the stables as a four-star horse, and he would have been definitely ready to run here, but at some stage, I guess you have to make that decision, Um, and as you know, with working for one team and competing for another um, can be a little bit tricky. Um, I had to, yeah, make the decision, and um, I'm not upset that I did make that decision this year to retire from the German squad. Although I do believe they could have used me, yeah? But never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all fine. It's, I think it's just a natural progress, the way things go.
1: When you come to something like a championships, how much is
12: um, training the horse and rider, and how much is team
1: dynamics? It's
12: a really good mixture, and, and, and I think it's very different. Like, obviously, I've trained all my life, but then normally you have people that pick you as a trainer, so they know they like your personality, they like your way of riding, or you know for whatever reason they pick you it's different when you're a national coach and you basically get employed by a federation you get put in front of people so it's it's a lot of them i've known as fellow competitors but others i you know i'm still getting to know better and um we're not having the backup team as other nations have um i'm basically i was everything this weekend uh, in many ways and that makes it a little bit more difficult um in a way, I would prefer to do a little bit the format the way Christopher Bartle did with Hans Meltzer, and now Chris is doing it with um, Dickie Waygood. That you have a chef to keep that does all the admin stuff and, and everything that's sort of involved with the organization, um, and then me being just the trainer. Um, obviously, you know, having been a rider myself, and still riding. I'm a lot closer to the riders than I am to the other side. Yeah.
1: Um, do you have anything to do with the selection too? Do you?
12: I'm the only selector as well. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm the lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you again, get, you, you get know, paid... everything is on my shoulders, and 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 that is quite difficult. I mean, luckily, I have got a very good team vet, um, so at least I can I can talk to him openly and he knows and treats and and you know works with most of the horses that does help um and it also helps in a way that we have a very small group of people so you do get to know them a little bit better i wish though uh, we would have more breeders and sponsors and owners um, in holland than we have Um, a lot of the good horses um, go abroad i know that is probably um, has been the same in other countries as well that you know wh- whichever country was leading at a time whether it was New Zealand, Ireland, England, Germany you know people then go there and buy horses mm-hmm. um, because if you look at the results there are a lot of very good Dutch horses obviously being beautifully produced by the rights of these countries um, but I just wish we would have more support for our sport um, in Holland. Because I, I certainly believe the riders are more than capable and more than good enough. But if we're not having a stronger base of good young horses, it will be quite difficult.
1: How, um, how important is it for the team to get along and for that sort of team morale that you all get along when you're here?
12: Um, I think it is important. I mean, we, we knew from day one um, that the only chance we have is, is you know, as a team so everyone is really pulling together and obviously we were hoping of of a direct qualification which didn't work um but in fairness on paper there were quite a few nations ahead of us um and as i said for me at the moment it's still building a stronger base and and um, i know they won a medal three years ago but that was Also, I mean, they did a great job, obviously, otherwise they wouldn't have won a medal, but it was also bad luck of other teams. Mm -hmm. And I would like to be in the position or get them in the position, you know, where France is in or where where Ireland is in and and obviously Great Britain with Chris now um, that we can do it because we're good and not be benefiting from bad luck of other teams. So, will you spend
1: the winter and do you spend a lot of time travelling around and seeing the riders individually and training with them? or...?
12: Well, I do see them obviously at competitions. Uh, a lot of yeah. them have their home trainers, um, a lot of them making a sure living out of show jumping, um, which, um, yeah, I mean, everyone has to pay their bills. So it's it's um, yeah. I I do see them but I don't see them quite as much and we don't do quite as much training. But then in saying that everyone has got the opportunity, for example, and the chance to train with someone like Rob Ernst, who's a fabulous coach. Um, and and they do have good home trainers as well. I just I would like to see them doing more training because that's certainly is something that the Germans have done in the past are still doing.
1: And on a personal level, what will you do with Signa 10 now? When you um, get the home? plan
12: is to go to Poe. Like, I've done some dressage and show jumping competitions, obviously did Moulin in Aachen, and I can't do anything before. I, like, yeah. I would have obviously liked to ride at Burley, but that was out of the question because of my job. So the plan at this stage is to go to Poe and do the four-star there, and then we'll see. Okay, best of luck. Thanks so
1: Thank much. Thank you.